Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation Podcast. My name is Ryan, and on this episode, it will be the preview of the upcoming Formula 2 round in Bahrain. This will be the very first round of the season for F2 for their 8-round championship that will then go to Monaco for the next round, then to Azerbaijan, Great Britain, Italy, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Abu Dhabi to conclude the season in December. This F2 championship, to say the least, will surely be one to not miss. About the Bahrain International Circuit, it is 5.412 kilometers, 3.363 miles, with 15 turns. The lap record holder for GP2 around the circuit was set by Stoffel van Dorn during the feature race in 2015 with a 143.166. The lap record holder in its current iteration, F2, was set by Charles Leclerc during the sprint race in 2017 for 144.074. An interesting point to consider is that for the past four seasons, the winner of at least one of the races in Bahrain has then gone on to progress and graduate into Formula 1, with Charles Leclerc in 2017, Leno Norris in 2018, Nicholas Latifi in 2019, and Yuki Tsunoda in 2020. Technically, it was at the Sakir Grand Prix on the outer track, but nevertheless, still at the same circuit, so it counts. Given you the rundown of how the race weekend will be set based on the time at Bahrain will be that on Friday, it will have practice. Saturday, will be qualifying the first sprint race of the weekend with the grid being set from the reverse of the top 10 in qualifying. And the second sprint race will be set by reversing the top 10 from the first sprint race. On Sunday, it will be the feature race that the grid will be set by the qualifying results. I'll admit, it does sound confusing if I'm being honest, but I do understand the format of the race weekend nevertheless. The two sprint races will be 23 laps in duration, and the feature race will be 32 laps in duration. As of this recording, the weather forecast for the weekend is said to be sunny on all three days for Formula 2. From last season, when Formula 2 raced in Bahrain, specifically on the Grand Prix circuit, not the outer track, Back in November, Callum Eilat got his fifth pole position of the season with a 141.479, nearly four tenths ahead of Felipe Dragovic. The podium for the feature race was Felipe Dragovic in first for MP Motorsport, gained his third win of the season, Callum Eilat in second for UNI Virtuosi, and Johan Druvela in third for Carlin. The fastest lap of the race went to Luca Giotto for high-tech with a 146.316 on the 21st lap of the race. The podium for the sprint race was Robert Schwartzman in first for Prema, gained his fourth win of the season, Nikita Mazepin in second for high-tech, and Louis Delatraz in third for Jules. The fastest lap of that race also went to Louis Delatraz for 145.114 on the 10th lap of the race. As with everything leading up to the start of any new season of sport in general, let alone Formula 2, I feel like it is right to give you the teams and drivers for this upcoming championship in order of where they finished last season, but as well give you all both a better understanding of the drivers and teams, but a refresher as well. In first place was Prema Racing, who had eventual drivers champion Mick Schumacher of Germany, who is now at Haas F1 team and Robert Schwartzman of Russia. For 2021, Schwartzman has been retained by Prema, and now alongside him is FIA Formula 3 champion of last season, Oscar Piastri from Australia. 
In many ways, they could be counted as title favourites to do it again. And they do have a very strong lineup to back this up. It should be a very interesting season for them, considering that they have two quality drivers at the helm, and both of them can be serious contenders to be the driver's champion come the end of the season. In second place was UNI Virtuosi, who had vice champion Callum Eilot of England, now the reserve and test driver for Scuderia Ferrari, and Guan Yu Zhou of China. For 2021, Joe is retained by UNI Virtuosi, and replacing Eilot is Felipe Dragovic of Brazil, who raced for MP Motorsport last season. Just like Prema, Virtuosi could also be counted as title favourites due to their team lineup. This will also be a very vital and especially crucial season for Guan Yu Zhou, as not only that his new teammate Felipe Dragovic is for sure a force to be truly reckoned with, from his performances last season, but this is also Joe's third season in F2, and if he wants to make an impression and get his foot in the door for an Alpine race seat in the foreseeable future, he has to be more consistent and prove his worth when it counts. In third place was Carlin, who had third place finisher in the Drivers' Championship, Yuki Tsunoda from Japan, now in Formula 1 and AlphaTauri, and Jahan Druvala of India. Following the pattern of Prema and Virtuosi, also for 2021, Druvla is retained by Carlin, as Sonoda's replacement is Dan Tictum of England. Carlin, in my opinion, has an incredibly interesting and intriguing lineup of drivers for this year that could honestly be an outside threat to win at each of the eight race weekends. If Druvla can continue his momentum from late last year and Tictum is able to control himself on the track more often, I truly can see them individually being threats for the championship. In fourth place was Hitech, who had Nikita Mazepin of Russia, now at Haas F1 team, and Luca Giotto of Italy. Unlike the three teams that have been mentioned, Hitech is fielding a completely new driver lineup for 2021, with Liam Lawson of New Zealand graduating to F2, and Yuri Vips of Estonia, who raced in eight races for Dams last season in place for an injured Sean Galeo, now racing in Formula 2 full-time. Hitech, by all accounts, had an amazing debut season in F2, and this season they are more than able to replicate their result, and potentially even better with both Lawson and Vips in the team. In fifth place was ART, who had Christian Lundgaard of Denmark and Marcus Armstrong of New Zealand. Lundgaard is retained by ART for 2021, and replacing Armstrong is FIA Formula 3 Vice Champion of last season, as well as the youngest race winner in F3, Teo Pucher, who raced in the last round of the season for HWA last year, will be graduating full-time for ART in F2. ART has been a very interesting case since 2018, where one driver will be fine for podiums, race wins, and points on a consistent basis, while the other driver will be in some ways the opposite. In other words, in 2018, they had George Russell winning the championship and Jack Aiken finishing 11th. In 2019, they had Nick DeFries winning the championship and Nikita Mazepin in 18th. And in 2020, they had 
as we've mentioned previously, Christian Lundgaard finishing 7th in the championship and Marcus Armstrong in 13th. If ART can have two cars that are consistently fine for wins, podiums, and regular points finishes, there is no doubt in my mind that they can be like Carlin and also be an outside threat to win on any of the race weekends this season because they certainly have the drivers that can get it done for them, that's for sure. In 6th place was MP Motorsport, who had Felipe Dragovic, as mentioned previously, now at UNI Virtuosi, Nobuharu Matsushita of Japan for 17 races, and Giuliano Alessi of France for 6 races. This season, they have a completely different lineup with Richard Vachor of the Netherlands and Lurim Zendeli of Germany, both graduating from F3 to F2. MP are a very intriguing package in 2021, as they have two drivers that can deliver them points finishes on a pretty consistent basis and have a race winner from F3 in Zendeli. So watch out for both of them as they're Maybe a situation like the feature race at Catalonia last year where strategy adds up to a race victory. Richard and Lurem have what is needed to do just that. In 7th place was Charus, who had Louis Delatraz of Switzerland and Pedro Piquet of Brazil. They have a completely different lineup for 2021 with David Beckman of Germany making the jump to F2 and Guhermi Samaya of Brazil moving from Campos. With Beckman in F3, last season shows that he has what it takes to be a contender in that championship, so if he's able to have a relatively smooth transition to F2, he could very well be a dark horse throughout the season. Samaya, on the other hand, we don't know exactly what he can deliver in the right equipment yet. And while his results weren't the best in honesty last season, Campos' results as a whole last season weren't great in general. They also, in my opinion, don't tell the whole story of him. And you can take this with a pinch of salt, depending on how seriously you believe the form of testing. He was quick throughout F2 testing at Bahrain. I believe he'll in some way prove his worth within F2. In 8th place was Dams, who had Sean Galeal of Indonesia for 14 races, Dan Tictum of England, as mentioned previously, now at Carlin, and for 8 races in place of Galeal, Yuri Vips of Estonia, now at High Tech. To say the least, they had a disappointing season, going from 1st in the team's championship in 2019 to 8th in 2020, but nevertheless, when they were on with Tictum, they were certainly on, that's for sure. A completely new lineup for 2021, as Marcus Armstrong of New Zealand and Roy Nassani of Israel. Dams are another team, in my opinion, to watch out for, to make an impact throughout the season. As with Armstrong, he is obviously very talented, and as his performances in Formula 3 in 2019 at Prema showed, and the very few occasions in 2020 at ART also showed, that he can keep up with the best of them, if you give him what is needed to prove that. With Nasani, on the other hand, while people knock him for certain reasons, he did very much show flashes of pace during the season, and given the car under him wasn't, to put it lightly, the quickest, he did show what he can do given the opportunity to do so. 
For example, if he didn't have that collision with Tictum during the sprint race at Spa, he could have been on for a career best finish in F2, maybe even a podium if he was lucky. In ninth place was Campos, who had Jack Aiken of Great Britain and Guilherme Samaya of Brazil, now Charus. Also, like a few other teams this season, they filled a completely new lineup of drivers with Ralph Boschong of Switzerland. He contested the final round of last season with Campos as well, and Gianluca Petkov. Just like Dams, Campos had what you would say to be a disappointing season, from 5th in the team's championship in 2019 to 9th in 2020, where their season just never hit a prolonged period of success. However, this season looks to be on the up, with two very good drivers in the team and a lot of potential for quite a few things to occur for them in a positive manner come season's end. Time will honestly tell if this is the case for Campos in being able to bring some of the form that they had in 2019 back in 2021. In 10th place was HWA, who had Artem Markolov of Russia, Gianno Alessi of France for 18 races, for four races, Teo Pacher of France, now at ART, and Jake Hughes of England for two races. HWA in general didn't have a good season by any means, and this has been the trend for them since the 2019 Austria Sprint Race, where they were HWA Arden at the time, with a total of three points finishes since Austria 2019. This season, they have a different lineup with Italians Matteo Nannini, also doing double duty in F3 for HWA, and Alessio Deletta. They are a team that you have to think and analyse as a whole on whether or not it will be an improvement from last season, or just the same as before. With Nannini on one hand, he had the genuine potential to outdo the equipment he has around him, and in fact surprised quite a few people on the grid, so when the time comes, he is someone to look out for in my opinion. With Deletta, I'm not too sure how to look at him in general, as you never know, he may surprise and perform decently for the capabilities of his car this season, or he may just continue how he's been going since he was in F3 with Campos. Time will tell whether or not anything with Deletta, if he improves or stays stagnant. HWA in reality need a good season and consistent points finishes to fight with other teams and not just amongst themselves. In 11th place was Trident, who had Roy Nassani of Israel, now at Dams, and Murano Sato of Japan. For Trident in 2021, they've retained Marano Sato in play and in place for Nassani is Bent Viscal of the Netherlands. They really didn't have a great season, to say the least, but with Nissani, as mentioned previously about him, he did show flashes of pace during the season, with Spa in particular coming to mind, where he obtained their best finish of the season during the feature race. And had he not collided with Dan Tictum in the sprint race, their best finish could have very well been a podium if it went their way. Like with HWA, Trident also needs to have a good season, but more or less important to them an improved season from 2020, as they obviously, like all 11 teams, don't want to finish last. For Trident, they would want last season's performance to be just a one-off, finishing last in the team's championship and be on the up and up. 
Before the episode finishes, I would like to put some predictions down for not only this weekend's competition in Formula 2, but for the end of season as well. For pole position, I predict Jahan Druvala will be the one on pole for the feature race, as his form at the back end of the season proved that given the up-to-date equipment, since for the majority of the season he had been using a less powerful engine, when he had when he had a more powerful engine, it showed that his performances in F3 for Prem in 2019 was no fluke in the slightest. For your winners this weekend in either one of the three races contested, in my humble opinion, and in no particular order, are going to be Felipe Djokovic, Jahan Druvla, and Christian Lungard. The reason why I think this is that they are looking very strong for the upcoming season, have experience of the circuit, like quite a few others as well, and will, if things go the way they want it to be, serious contenders to claim each a race victory, whether it is in the two sprint races or the feature race. The team's champion, I predict, will be either Prema or UNI Virtuosi, as their form from last year showed that throughout the entire season, they were always there or thereabouts, so I believe that their battle will resume from where it had, le where it had left off. Most importantly though, I will say don't count out Carlin, Hightech and ART to be amongst it for the team's championship. The F2 Drivers' Champion, I believe, will either go to Robert Schwartzman, Oscar Piastri, Felipe Dragovic, Christian Lundgaard, Theo Pocher, or Jahan Druvala. The season's F2 Championship, like last season, was incredibly strong, and it has become even stronger in my opinion. So, you are all in for an enthralling, non-stop, action-packed season with some of the world's brightest upcoming stars of not only the future, but of this generation. This is a season, by all intents and purposes, you mustn't miss. Thank you all so very much for listening to this episode of the Next Generation Podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and until next time, all the absolute very best.